Hello and welcome to another episode of AI Buzz. Today we'll be discussing the current state of AI-generated art. Let's get started. The world of AI-generated art is gaining more and more traction. For example, artificial intelligence has proven that, given a text prompt, it can create images based on the style of a particular artist. This is an example of generative AI, which is changing the creative landscape. However, it is not without problems. A Business Insider article described how Greg Rukowski, previously known as a specialist in creating images of Dungeons & Dragons scenes, is struggling with this. Typing the prompt, Dragon Battle with a Man at Night in the style of Greg Rukowski into the website Stable Diffusion, today produces tens of thousands of images in his same style. Stable Diffusion is not the only one with this type of technology. OpenAI's Dolly and others provide this generative AI as well. With AI-generated art ramping up in popularity, new regulatory guidance has been unable to keep up. For example, there is still confusion around whether or not AI-generated art infringes on copyright. In this episode, I'll talk about AI-generated art in detail, what it is, and some of the disruptions that generative AI is causing. Stick around to the end where I pose a question on generative AI ethics. So, what is AI-generated art? I think to answer this question, we need to take a step back and understand more generally the concept of generative AI. The concept is similar no matter what media you're generating. Generative AI uses images, videos, audio, text, and 3D models as training data and can then provide back new creative forms of the same or different media. One of my favorite examples of generative AI is a tutorial on how to prepare for a spaceship adventure as a cat. The video that was generated, including the human avatar, was fully generated with a text prompt. In the case of image generation, the two most common types of inputs are other images or a text prompt. The first is known as image-to-image -image generation. Another, even simpler approach is known as text-to-image generation. In this case, you don't even need to source your own images, but rather just come up with a simple text prompt. So, what are some of the most popular generative AI image tools? If you want to check any of these out, I'll link to each of these in the description below. The first category are the image-to-image -image AI art generators, which take images as input as opposed to text. I'll mention too that both of these platforms can do text-to-image generation as well, though the image-to-image -image generation facet really makes them unique. The first in this image-to-image -image category comes with a cool backstory as well. Started by Angus Russell in 2019, the company Night Cafe Studio came about when Russell needed to decorate the walls of his bedroom. He found that the art available to him didn't seem personal or tailored just to him. Thus, Night Cafe was born. It originally began as a neural style transfer app in 2019. Neural style transfer takes a content image as well as a style image as input. The technique then blends the content image together such that it still looks like the content image though in the style of the style image. The platform still allows you to use the neural style transfer generation tool as well, albeit with their older interface. To use it, you can create an account and upload both the content image and the style image of interest. Night Cafe now appears to be primarily focused on text to image generation techniques and provides a newer interface for those tasks. Probably the coolest image to image generation platform is Git Image. In addition to being able to do text to image prompting, with this platform, you can literally create a tailored image generation model just for you. This is great for creating avatars and transforming yourself into all kinds of cool generated scenarios. It's also great for taking a product that you might be marketing and adding it to anywhere you might be able to come up with that fits the branding. It works by going to the Dreambooth Studio at Gitmidge and selecting the model type that you're interested in creating. 
For the model style, you have a bunch of choices, but I tend to go for Stable Diffusion 2.1 to enable the resulting model to be as versatile as possible. Next, upload the images of the type that you want to fine-tune the model for. You can adjust the hyperparameters in the advanced setting as well. After clicking Train, it'll take some time, so be patient. Behind the scenes, it's training a new image model for you to use. The next category of AI art generators are the text-to-image AI art generators. The first in this category is Midjourney. When I was researching for this episode, I was blown away at the high-caliber team working on this product. On their board, they had the CEO of GitHub, as well as Jim Keller, Silicon Guru, who's impacted many top tech companies. To use the software is a bit non-traditional, however. To get access to Midjourney, you'll need to join a Discord server. When you have access to the server, you can then join one of the newbie chats to start off. You provide prompts starting with the slash imagine function to guide the software into creating images for you. As of this episode, there are 15 million users who have joined that Discord server, so it's wildly popular. Next in the text to image category is likely the most publicized platform since it came from OpenAI. OpenAI released Dolly 1 in January 2020. Afterwards, they released Dolly 2, which provided four times more resolution in the resulting images. OpenAI has been deliberate in terms of how they limit the model to stay within strict bounds that they define. For training images, they only provide images they deem suitable for public consumption. Additionally, they have ensured that they have removed real faces from any training images. To use Dolly is pretty straightforward. You can access it on OpenAI's website and you can get free monthly credits, which is great. The last generation platform that I'm going to mention is Shutterstock. Now, Shutterstock might be most commonly known for creating invitations or photo albums, but they're also making the foray into AI and image generation. To use it, you go to the Generate section on Shutterstock and type in a prompt. You can then use the Zoom tool in the resulting images if you want to essentially add more or subtract more from that image that was generated for you, and then you'll get new generated images. You can then pay for a license and download the image if you like it. Under the hood, Shutterstock's new image generator is built on top of Dolly 2 with those additional zooming features built on top of it. So if you generate art with AI on one of these platforms, who owns it? One entertaining anecdote on this topic is the story of a monkey nicknamed Naruto. The story begins with British photographer David Slater, who is taking pictures of wildlife in Indonesia. After putting the camera on a tripod to take a picture, one of the monkeys, later nicknamed Naruto, took some pictures of his own. Technically, Naruto was the one to snap these photos. So this then raised the question, was Naruto the legal owner of these images? Well, the U.S. Copyright Office took their stand on this matter, and they mentioned that they'll only process the claims of copyright from humans. This is widely taken to mean that monkeys such as Naruto, as well as AI being non-human, cannot be submitted to be the owner of a copyright claim. So if non-humans can't possess a copyright, then AI-generated art has no owner, according to the Center for Art Law. However, there are copyright owners for the images that were used to train the model initially. Lots of image generation platforms were trained on real images that were produced by real people. These artists do hold the copyrights on those images as they created them. An example of this is already playing out in the courts. The stock image company Getty Images claims that Stable Diffusion infringed on their copyrights. The ongoing lawsuit alleges that Stable Diffusion improperly utilized their images as training data in their own image generation software. I do have an interesting thought experiment for you. 
So all legal precedents aside, who do you think should be the owner of AI-generated art? Is it the humans that train the model, the AI itself, or no one? If we take OpenAI's Dolly as an example, it was trained on millions of images from real artists. It then draws from all this knowledge of images and uses them as inspiration to create a new and unique art piece. It actually sounds quite a bit like what humans do when they train a new skill. As humans were able to go to museums or view art virtually, those images then will rattle around in our brains, either consciously or subconsciously. And then if we decide to create art of our own, they likely would influence at least a tiny bit how that final product would turn out. Neither an AI model nor a human artist exactly copy the art they've been trained on, so does it make sense that humans own their art, but an AI model can't. Anyways, that's all I have for you today. Thank you.